Breaking news, Manscaped now sells beard products. That's right, they are once again revolutionizing men's grooming with a brand new beard hedger. From a beard trim to a fresh shave, the technology behind the beard hedger allows you to shape your signature beard look. Now you can finally use Manscaped products to make your drapes match your carpet by going to manscaped.com and using the code SCREENADDICTS for 20% off and free shipping. Turn on your TVs and adjust your antennas. It's time for the Screen Addicts Podcast. This is your mini-sode of the Screen Addicts Podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Cinema Steven Sosa. And I am your other co-host, Chris TV Viegas. <laughs> Man, I am so sorry. I was trying to do a countdown and... How hard is it to count down from five with your fingers? I went from five to two to slapping myself in the head. That was horrible. You know, we need the numerical countdown to be added into this uh, platform that we're using here. It's great for everything except for me manually counting down. That was terrible. We need Donald back. (laughs) Yeah, to call me out on my bullshit again. That's the last thing we need. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to the mini-sode of the week. As we are gathering ourselves up from the kills that took place after naming all of our favorite assassins in movies not in real life we are not crazy sociopaths people are like do you find this fictional characters fictional characters yes do you find it all irresponsible to be promoting killers i'm like we're not promoting them we're just kind of labeling them in a fictional world but you know some people take that kind of seriously i guess that being said john wick chapter four is officially opening into theaters today i haven't been able to watch yet but i am pretty excited to go see it and hopefully i will soon again with the Minisode, we do talk about the things that we have seen. So, Chris, you recently watched, sir. All right, man, hopping right into it. I know this is a show we both like, and I finally got around to start it, and I have enjoyed the the first, I'm like three or four episodes in. I finally started season three of Outer Banks. Oh, yes! Find the gold! I have to admit, I was a little skeptical on how they're going to keep this show going. Because, mm-hmm. uh, spoilers for the end of the last episode, uh, they kind of Wait, found whoa, whoa, what hold, they were hold looking. Hold on, hold on. I haven't seen all of season three yet. Oh, what the hell? Really? But, but I mean... Yeah, it's not like a big deal. Like I know that um, they're searching for El Dorado, but it's funny you mentioned that. Okay, no, no, no. I was talking about season two. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. No, I, how they ended season two, I thought, okay, how how are they going to do with season three? Is what I was saying because they kind of found, uh, like you said, spoilers for the end of season two. They kind of found that big cross, the big gold. They were that was it. I thought so. I was interested in how they're going to keep a treasure hunt going type of deal and they're pulling it off pretty damn well i've liked it so far i am currently watching it with the mad dog herself madison and Mm -hmm. we get 
kind of derailed because we both have a lot of work on our plates and her fiance has been visiting from school and so we haven't really been able to concentrate fully on the pogue life the p for l's are being mm-hmm. neglected and so far <laughs> it's funny she she made a note about that too about how what are they going to look for next like how much more treasure can you possibly stumble across now they're looking for the gold mm-hmm. of el dorado and it's just it's so much more vast now than everything else that they've been looking for so it's like it diminishes the level of importance in the last two seasons because they keep upping the ante as far as what they're looking for now but i mean so far i agree i think the season's still pretty good it's very cw it's a very cw feeling Mm -hmm. show and i think maybe that's what i like about it i like that familiarity with tone and themes and stuff like that but did you finish the season no i'm only like four episodes in i think Okay. So I, I'm still I'm still on the on the the Pogue Island with you, buddy. <laughs> That's good. You're not a kook at all, Chris. Kook, Chris? No, never been a kook in my life. <laughs> yeah, I suppose not. We're on that American Idol auditions are still going on. I have to talk about this one audition that we watched Monday night. It was, you know, every every American Idol audition has a story, you know, it's a tragic story. They want they want to pull you in with emotion, and I get it. So we watched this girl that auditions. She has this really sad story. She had a baby when she was eighteen. She was in foster care. Uh, she's had a really crappy life. She's a dancer right now currently trying to make ends meet it's all the things of a tragic american story and so it gives her social media handle at the end of the episode and me and tasha go look look her up because it's a sad story man it almost brought tasha to tears we look her up and it's not that bad of a life she's moving to europe (laughs) she's been in the military she's a model she does this and that and i'm like american idol just fucking bullshitted us like no other it's like that old saying goes man there's nothing more fake than reality tv (laughs) (laughs) man i I was really pissed because i was really like emotional about this this girl's story and i was like man this sucks i really like i was looking for a, a donate now button and shit and nope she ain't getting shit Man, they saw you coming. I'm going to put up a Kickstarter for whatever and just send it to you, Chris. (laughs) Other than that, man, I've been watching a little bit of uh, March Madness basketball. My TCU Horned Frogs are out. But we we can bode that we are the only school this year to make the football playoffs and the NCAA men's bracket. I'll take that. At least they didn't lose as bad in basketball as they did in football. Good Lord. They shut your (laughs) mouth. I'm sorry, man. Speaking of a hit, (laughs) someone just assassinated the Horned Frogs football team this year. Oh, yeah, that was bad. But it's all right. We made it there, and that's all that matters to me right now. Next year, we'll just go ahead and win it. We'll see. It's always about next year. You as a Cowboy fan know that way too well. (sighs) So anything else, man? That's all I got, man. What do you got? 
I actually don't have that many things. Uh, every free chance that I've had, me and Sonya have been rewatching Luther because we're still trying to get to the movie. But that show obviously holds up very well. I did see the premiere of Ted Lasso season three, the final season of that show. And it was a 45 minute episode and I pushed play and it felt like it lasted 10 minutes because before I knew it, the credits were rolling. I was like, no, this cannot be over already. It's just such a great show. I absolutely love that show. If you haven't ever seen Ted Lasso, you should absolutely watch Ted Lasso. It's a wholesome story for adults, basically. And I'm kind of bummed that this is the final season already, but you know what? End in style. Sometimes it's best to end on top rather than letting it drag out forever and just not having anything and having the quality of the show just diminish over time. And this show, I absolutely love it. And as far as movies, I did go see Shazam! Fury of the Gods, the sequel to the first Shazam. And it is just getting raked over the coals by critics i think it's it's at 52 percent, and this is one of those movies where i say you need to go watch it and base your own opinion because it is not even close to being 52 percent movie i actually really enjoyed that movie is it the best superhero movie i've ever seen no of course not but was i entertained from start to finish absolutely i was if you like the first one there's no doubt in my mind you won't like the second one it's just a lot of the first one plus more of it i like the story i like the twist that it has there's a huge cameo that apparently is already being spoiled on tv ads which is completely shocking but i think that to cut into a headline that we had later the opening numbers for that movie were not very good i think they're starting to promote the movie any way possible by showing said cameo and these new tv ads so i thought damn it's just really that bad so they're trying to get people to go out and see it and i think another problem with it though was it's got the stink of black adam on it and basically black adam and shazam are in the same universe they're actually supposed to be rival characters i was surprised that shazam doesn't even show up in black adam as a cameo or anything like that and i think that especially with dc films like viewing audiences are feeling so much fatigue from the superhero genre altogether but with dc they're just almost completely over it man because black adam was Mm -hmm. not the hit that everybody wanted it made everybody look like they're giant babies dwayne johnson was all but throwing temper tantrums about oh well you know it was a hit based on these numbers blah 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 and and him just like you know what i quit dc i'm not working with wb anymore i'm not gonna work with james gunn and just this and that and so i think with shazam coming out to follow black adam i I don't think it did any favors which is kind of sad because it's so much better i think than black adam is and i didn't dislike black adam i actually thought it was pretty good it's action from start to finish like what do you what do you want from black adam that with shazam again had a lot of heart a lot of humor and a lot of heroics the three h's that is necessary for a successful superhero movie but i guess a lot of people didn't share that enthusiasm as far as everything man that's actually it for me i think it's a pretty pretty light week for recently watched i'm sure there's a couple of other like random movies that i've seen here and there i watched a couple of saint patty's day flicks now that i think about it to prep for um saint patrick's day you know i watched the boondock saints one and two boondock saints love love those movies i did rewatch far and away with sonya because she had never seen far and away before with tom cruise and nicole kidman (gasps) and yeah i was kind of surprised by that i'm like you've never seen this movie it was pretty good there are things about it 
especially the ending that are just absolutely ridiculous. But overall, I was like, this is a really good movie. Mm-hmm. I think that I think that it gets a lot of flack for Tom Cruise's Irish accent, which, you know, you kind of lean into it. And about oh. halfway through that two and a half hour long movie, you're just kind of hearing it in your ear and it doesn't seem so bad. But apparently it really is. And overall, movie held up pretty well. I watched uh, another Irish movie called The Commitments. It's set in, I think it was 1991, this Alan Parker movie about this Irish band who has a, an affinity for black soul music. So they have these super white Irish lads who start a rhythm and blues soul band. And it's just such a great movie. It's so funny. Yeah, I guess I did clear out a couple for St. Patty's Day. St. Patrick's Day. Stayed away from Leprechaun this year, which was kind of sad. I feel like I should have at least watched <laughs> one of them, but I didn't. But yeah, as far as recently watched, man, that's all I got. Um, did you and I forgot to say this. Did you watch the new episode of The Mandalorian? Uh, I haven't seen the newest. We actually started that too. Now that I think about it, we are only in episode two, and we're behind on that. Ugh. And we are going to catch up. I actually had to make Sonya stop watching Luther, which yeah, I know I turned off Daddy Elba, but I did. We got through the first one relatively easy because like you said i remembered you had mentioned on the show that there was a lot that happens in that first episode and you weren't kidding man he goes into three different areas and has almost like three different plot lines that he's dealing with in that first episode alone and then they had that giant florida alligator jumping out of the water at the opening scene like (laughs) damn this is like crazy it's like florida in space it's still really good. I guess we didn't finish episode two. So episode three, you're not missing much. It is a filler episode. Oh, already? Oh man, it, it's it's it does set up. If you know the Star Wars uh, universe and you know the Star Wars characters and everything that happens, you'll be you'll be a little intrigued by it. But it is super slow. A Mandalorian episode that only has the Mandalorian in it for maybe 10 minutes is weird some world building huh so, but it, it's definitely world building you can take your time to get to that one it's fine so hopefully it, it picks back up in episode four which i'm sure it will well on to the headlines First headline that I had here was actor Lance Reddick passed away. And this is a, a one of those actors, man, that you may not know the name, but if you see him, you know exactly who he is. And you've definitely seen him in something because this whole week seems to be about John Wick. And recently he's had a major impact in the John Wick movies. So he's very much working to this day, to the day that he passed. It's so unfortunate that he didn't get to see the premiere of Chapter 4. This guy's been in The Wire. He's been in Oz. Like he's his career goes back to decades i mean he's done so many things and he's one of those actors that man that would be pretty sweet like you get to live this amazing life being a a working actor and then be able to walk down the street and maybe not have so many people recognize you like you can still live a pretty private life without being bothered and i think Vince reddick is one of those actors and you know i was looking at so many articles of his passing that i didn't see any of him or what the cause of death was per se and i'm not really sure what I was looking at. It was basically a lot of memorial articles about his career, the movies that he's been in. Do you know if they've released a cause of death or anything like that? Uh, from what I've read uh, just recently, it's natural causes. Um, they haven't oh, released wow. if it was anything else. Man, that's unfortunate. 
that's a sad circumstance there. So my second headline that we had here <laughs> was something that I guess it's definitely deserved based on what you and Donald had said about Willow, the Disney Plus uh, television series. And it is being canceled and we will not be getting a season two. So if there was anybody out there that actually watched Willow, they are going to be very disappointed because that's all you get. And I was looking at some of the reports Good. on this show and the streaming numbers were bad. And when you look at something like The Mandalorian or any of their other shows, apparently Willow was pretty low. I, I don't really understand why. I mean, I haven't seen all of it yet. I'm going to just go ahead and binge everything because I have to see it for myself. <laughs> I have to see what's going on here. I guess I shouldn't be surprised because when Willow came out, like we had talked about, it wasn't a hit when it came out. It became a cult classic over time. And it took years for it to make its money back on VHS rentals and VHS movie sales because it was definitely one of those movies that became popular over time and it was an initial hit. So I guess maybe with the series, I don't did you finish it? I can't remember if you said you watched the whole thing. No, I gave it the three episode try, and that's all I could do, man. Three episodes and I was out. I couldn't finish it. It's a solid rule. But yeah, well, I guess apparently a lot of people couldn't finish it either. But <laughs> So no season two for Willow. He's done. The last headline I had here was about a lot of discrepancy with James Gunn and DC, but it kind of stems with what I had said about Shazam. Just the middling box office for it was just so bad. It grossed $30 million opening weekend. It was so disappointing to see that number come through, too. Because, yes, while it was number one, it definitely did not feel like a number one movie. I don't know what's going on. I guess, like I said, it has the Black Adam stink all over it. It's just, it's really bad. And then now James Gunn, he's getting all of these actors speaking out against him. Like, first it was Dwayne Johnson that said, I won't ever work in James Gunn's universe. This and that, like I said, he's still being petty about Black Adam. And then now I saw oh, this yeah. new report about Ben Affleck saying, I like James Gunn, I like his work, I respect him, but I will never direct a movie in the Gunverse of DC. Which I thought, well, bro, I don't think he was officially offering you anything, so I think he was saying <laughs> that to save face. They had meetings, but I don't think anything was officially offered. I think he was just trying to appease the old guard of the DC actors that were still there. It's not looking good. And you know what I say, though, when Superman Legacy comes out, because it was announced that James Gunn will be writing and directing that one. When Superman Legacy comes out, I think it's going to change everything. I think it's going to change the momentum back to DC. People are going to say, oh, my gosh, this was actually really, really good because he's a great filmmaker. And I'm hoping it does because, damn, DC needs a win. bro. And it needs to be soon. Okay, before you close this out, Chris, I noticed that we had a review on Apple Podcasts, and I thought it was pretty interesting. Would you like to share that with the listening audience, please, sir? I sure will, and it's from Gabe Garay, and he says, I was referred to this podcast by my friend Matt Salgado, which Matt was a guest on our show a couple episodes back, so thanks, oh, yeah. Matt. And I'm glad he did. I found it hard to find people who enjoyed not just the movie itself, but all the knickknacks involved to make the movie. Mad props. The thing that I like about reviews like this, because we've gotten a bunch like that, 
And it almost seems like if you ask certain people, they would think of that as a, a backhanded compliment because a lot of people like to think that they know everything about movies and TV and stuff like that. And while we have extensive knowledge, I do like reviews like that because it, it just makes me feel better, like that I'm not one of those like snobby movie critics or anything like that. Like because that's what we like to do here. We just like to talk about movies, just like we would at the bar or anywhere else that we are that we'd be hanging out where we just have a simple discussion about this stuff. Those are my favorite reviews to read. I mean, what do you think, Chris? Do you want to be like considered a an elitist critique of film? Man, he, here's the thing, and if you've listened to the show over any amount of time, you know, Steven is way more knowledgeable in all things movies. His mind with actors and what they've played and directors and stuff like that is way, way more than mine. I come in here and I talk about what I like and what I remember and what I see. Yes, I do my research on some of the, my picks and stuff, so uh, I don't sound too dumb when I, I give them. <laughs> um, and I have watched some movies, I promise. But man, I like to think that we do represent the, the more common person. And, you know, we just give honest reviews uh, about what we like and you know what we always tell everybody is no matter if we love it or we hate it you go watch it and make the opinion for yourself you know you don't hear a lot of that from these higher end critiques they want you to side with them and they're gonna spill it to you and they're gonna fight you tooth and nail until you somewhat agree with them and we're never gonna agree sometimes we will yes but most of the time, you know, your tastes are different than mine. Hell, me and Steven's tastes are super, super different. And that's okay. I mean, we've been friends forever and it's okay. Have your own opinion. Make your own opinion about what TV and what movies you watch. I love that. They are different, but yet the same. I mean, you do, you did have Day Shift and Chip and Dale in your top 10. So, clearly. <laughs> The Academy was not listening to anything you had to say. <laughs> and myself, Hell too, no I had Clerks weren't. 3. I had Clerks 3 on mine. <laughs> you know, that's the thing about it. Like, our top ten lists of movies, for example, are just movies that we love to watch. And it isn't anything too critically biased or anything overly saturated with, you know, name your plot device and this and that. But that's another reason why I love doing this show. We appreciate that review. So, Chris, any other closing statements? Thanks for everything. I know I say it all the time. The listeners, it's been six years of fun. We keep going. We keep doing this for y'all. But mostly for me and Steven to get time away from the wife and kids. <laughs> if that's what you want. <laughs> I love my wife and kids. Mine doesn't listen to the show, so I could say whatever. <laughs> so, I guess we're closing out, guys. Thanks for listening to the mini-sode. Uh, we hope you really like in this double episode uh, a week thing. We're really digging it. It helps us just kind of break things up, and we love it. So, And we're getting all, everybody that listens to the first episode coming back for the second episode. So it's awesome, awesome. If you're here, hit that subscribe button so you know when these minisodes drop. Leave a review. Like, 
Gabe did and we'll read it and we'll give you a shout out and thank you so much for taking your time to do that. Follow us on all the social media platforms. Just look up the Screen Addicts podcast, well, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, or our newest one, TikTok. Look up the Screen Addicts podcast. You'll find us there. Go back to Facebook and look us up on our group. It's called the Screen Addicts Fanatics, and that is where we are most, most engaged, dropping trailers and all sorts of movie news and stuff like that. Um, and then also, if you have any questions for us or any recommendations of topics, or anything like that, email us. You can email us at screenaddictspodcast at gmail.com. We will read those and get back to you. Thank you for joining us again for the second episode. As for me, good night. Adios, amigos. Thank you for listening to the Screen Addicts Podcast. Support for the Screen Addicts podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 7 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code SCREENADDICTS at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, that's about 14 million balls.